Hello and welcome to the first education policy podcast short from Community Trade Union. Before we get started, can I just say to everyone uh, that earlier this week, an email, our sectoral email, the education email, dropped into your inbox. Now, if you are a teacher, the top point on that is a survey that we have got running at the moment, a survey so that you can tell us a little bit about the issues that are affecting you with regards to teacher pay. It'll only take you two or three minutes to complete and it will really, really help us to understand what is going on for our members out there across England, Wales, Northern Ireland and Scotland. Advert over, on with the show! So Martin, in this education policy podcast short version just a short version for this month we're going to see how this works out for us we're going to talk about pay so there's been a big uh, announcement recently on both teacher pay and then a smaller announcement on support staff pay and we're just going to cover that during this short edition of the podcast so i guess first of all if we start with support staff pay what's the update on that one earlier this week um we're recording this at the end of july local authorities have offered school support staff and other council workers a 1925 pound pay rise now if this offer is agreed, that could mean an increase of as much as 10.5%, particularly for members that are paid the lowest rates of pay at the moment, and around about 4% for those higher earners. Now, listeners need to remember that support staff pay is negotiated on behalf of the local authority by the NJC. And unions had been demanding a higher rise, at least £2,000, or a rise that matches inflation. However, a 10.5% increase, particularly for those who are the lowest paid, is looking quite attractive. The biggest problem that we identify, though, is that there is currently no suggestion that there is going to be additional funding going into schools to pay for this. Now, this is exactly the same problem that we're anticipating having with school teacher pay as well, in that there is a certain amount of funding going into schools, but there is no additional funding going in to cover staff pay increases. Yeah, so we're going to come on to in a minute um, the context for these pay rises, you know, inflationary increases and so on and so forth, and look at some of our favourite products uh, and to see how they've increased over the last 20 or so years. Uh, before we do that, what about teacher pay then? So we've talked before on this podcast about the STRB submissions that we go through. But at least it came out before the summer recess. It's still the end of a school year when schools have probably already set their budgets for next year. So whether it's funded or not, we're not sure. But, but fill us in then, Martin, on what the government's announcement has been on teacher pay. Teacher pay this year has been a bit of a minefield. In our submission, we requested that the government uplift pay by 10% for all pay points. That is not what we are being offered. We also asked for an increase in PPA time. We're not getting any additional support to manage workload in schools because those two things are the biggest impacts on their work-life balance. So we've got quite a complicated picture of pay rises being offered to teachers. If you are an early career teacher, M1 is due to increase by 8.9% and M2 by 8%. The rest of the main scale is due to increase by 7% for M3, 6.5% for M4, 5.5% for M5 and 5% for M6. And the upper pay scales, leadership pay scales, TLRs and lead practitioners are all proposed to see their pay increase by 5%. 
The headline that we are seeing already in the press is that this is the biggest pay increase that teachers have seen for years and years and years. And on paper, looking at the numbers, that's absolutely right. But this all has to be held in the context of inflation, which is currently running at about 11%. In real terms, all teachers, even those on M1, are going to see a reduction in what their wages will buy. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it is the biggest percentage increase for some time. On paper, it looks okay, right? Like, you know, I, I told my sister, and I think her initial reaction was like, oh, it's, you know, quite good. It's more than expected. But the, there is context to this. And the context isn't just the inflation that you've just been talking about that we're going to come on to in a minute. Actually, it's also the fact that there was little to no pay rises at all for the last however many years, right? Two years. So this is not even making up for that. And and the final point I guess I'd like to make is there is a recruitment and retention crisis in teaching. And I think this is going to do little to aid recruitment. And without changing PPA and improving that, it's going to do nothing to aid retention. So just to put this in a little bit of a wider context, the government, like I said, have offered around about 5% for most teachers last week. The DfE are claiming that 5% is a responsible solution. Nurses have been promised a 4% pay rise. Police officers have been promised £1,400 each. So teachers on the surface do seem to be doing a little bit better than some other public sector employees. But let's compare this with the private sector, where pay rises are currently up 8%. And on top of that, most private sector employees will also get bonuses, taking their total pay rise closer, much, much closer to inflation than anybody working in the public sector. So we need to put this in a bit of context for people, right? Because as I said, 5% sounds a lot. Now, you've already mentioned inflation is running somewhere, but depending on which measure you use, somewhere between 9 and 11% at the moment. So thinking about the last 20 years, Martin, and I think the reason 20 years is important is because we've had a bit of a change in government in the last 20 years. So taking the last 20 years into account then, let's start with houses. I know you've got some stats on houses for us. So go on. Yeah, you got so for us? In, in 2001, the average house price was around about £90,000. Now, I can testify this is actually the truth because I bought my first house, an average three-bedroomed house, back in 2001, and it did indeed cost a little bit less than £90,000. Since then, house prices have increased by 205.5%. Your average house today, in June 2022, is £273,762. And I can testify to that personally because I bought an average three-bedroom house only a couple of years ago for a little over £250,000. So I can testify that that's about an average price as well. So that's how much it's gone up over 20 years. Wow. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, almost everything will go up over time. So that's how much houses have gone up in the last 20 years. What is it again as a percentage? 205.5%. 205.5%. In the last 20 years, how much has teacher pay gone up? So in the last 20 years, teacher pay at M1 has increased by a little bit over 50%. So 50% pay has gone up, teacher pay has gone up at M1 and 205% houses have gone up. So we've got that figure now in our head, about 50%. What other products have we got that we can relate this to? The standard comparisons are for things like white bread and a pint of lager. And of course, 
the issue at the moment with fuel is particularly pertinent. So let's look at those figures first. So white sliced bread has increased by 130 percent. Back in 2000, it cost around about 50p. And now we're looking at about £1.20. A pint of lager back in 2000 cost around about £2. And now it's costing around about £4. That's a 100 percent increase in price. A litre of unleaded fuel back in 2000 cost 85 pence. Do you remember the days when petrol cost less than a pound? I do actually. I do actually. And I remember saying I would stop driving when it got to a pound a litre. <laughs> petrol in 2022 has hit two pounds a litre, but seems to have settled back at the moment to around about one pound 83 a litre, which is a 115 percent increase in the cost of fuel. So all of the increases that we've seen on those three items have been at least 100 percent or greater, which means that items over the last 20 years have doubled in price. But salaries have not. And they're just the basics, right? They're the necessities, the one that we always sort of have in those baskets, you know, when they do that that comparison across yeah, the years. Yeah. There are other things. Right? I mean, the obvious ones people like to talk about. What about a Big Mac? Big Mac. So the Big Mac in 2000 cost £1.90. Since then, it has increased up to £3.69, which is a 94% increase. But that actually reflects some of the increases in their costs, particularly buildings, staff wages and energy costs. So that's our first two-figure increase for the things we've looked at. It's less than 100%. increase, right? All right, the the one that everyone's definitely listening and sitting at home waiting for, the one that everyone talks about, okay? Martin, percentage-wise, how much has a Freddo increased in value in 20 years? Absolutely. Now, the culinary masterpiece that is the Freddo bar cost 10 pence in 2000. In 2010, it had increased by seven pence and was 17p a bar. In 2022, the average price of a Freddo is 30p. This is a 200% increase in the cost of a 15 gram bar of chocolate. So when you look at it like that, teacher pay hasn't really risen with the cost of inflation for many, many years. Was there a difference in the, let's call them the noughties, between 2000 and 2010? Was there a certain percentage rise in that time compared with 2010 to now? The main scale has increased 51% over the last 20 years. But in the last decade, teacher pay has only risen by 19%. 19% increase since 2010. On the upper pay scale, it's even worse Upper pay scale has increased by just 13% in the last decade, from 34 to 38,000 pounds. Prior to that, the upper pay scale saw a huge increase from around about 22, 23,000 pounds to 34,000 pounds. Now, it's important to point out that this is when the upper pay scale was first established, and some of that pay increase will be to do with supporting this establishment of the upper pay scale and in the introduction of threshold and all that. But under the previous Labour administration, teacher pay, both on the main scale and the upper pay scale, saw huge investment, uh, part of the education, education, education manifesto commitment. And that was reflected in teacher pay. It doesn't seem that that has been maintained over the last 10 years. So here's the important thing, right? And I mentioned this at the start. We've got a survey out. It went out in the newsletters 
uh, just at the beginning of this week. We really, really need as many members as possible to fill this survey out to really inform us of the steps we should take on members' behalf with regards to teacher pay in the coming months. We want to know how our members want us to respond to this pay increase. We've already acknowledged the fact that this is a pay increase. We didn't get a pay increase at all last year. We've already acknowledged the fact that this is one of the biggest pay increases we've seen in recent years. But we're also acknowledging the fact that this has to be measured against inflation and the impact that inflation is having on our members' abilities to survive. We have had stories from members telling us that they are having to access food banks because they simply cannot afford to shop. They're struggling to afford fuel for their cars to even get to work. So that is the context that we are looking at. We want members to tell us how we should respond to the government. And we also want members to tell us how they are prepared to get involved in sending a message to the government that this pay rise is just not enough. And it's only a really short survey. It'll only take people five minutes or so to fill out. Be involved with the union. Let us know your thoughts so we can put in place the things that our members are telling us they want to see. Yes, please do get involved. The survey can be found by following the link that came out in the sectoral newsletter earlier this week. Um, we will be reminding members about this web link over the next few weeks and the survey will close after term has started back in September. So you don't even need to think about it now if you don't want to, if you want to just put school aside for the summer holidays, then you can do that and you can complete the survey in September when you are back at work. Yeah, and for all the talk of, of Big Macs and Freddos, actually, this is really, really important and we need, and it's a really important issue we know people um, are very serious about, so please do get in, get in touch with us. And that brings to an end our first podcast short. No booms from Martin this week. We apologise. They've been missing. No Mythbusters. Uh, but they will return soon, I'm sure. Um, but we hope that this short's been in some way informative. 